Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, lieutenants, I am not in the most jovial of moods. Because yesterday, the FDA officially released their proposal to extend their regulatory authority to our beloved cigars. 241 pages of government bureaucracy at its absolute worst. In fact, we have just posted a video that I conducted which will express my outrage, warning it is not suitable for youngsters. Although I must say my eloquent use of profanity was just absolutely outstanding. General George S. Patton would be proud. But we are going to battle the enemies of pleasure. There is no two ways around it. We have elevated our threat level to DEFCON 1, maximum state of readiness. We must fight the enemies of pleasure. We must fight the tyranny right here, right now. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. I would love to be talking about the alpha male good life today, cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames. I would love to talk about great new cigars that are being introduced, some great new libations. I would love to do that. However, we are under attack once again. This government, in my opinion are the enemies not only of pleasure, they're the enemies of tax-paying citizens. And I will get into that a little bit later. If you care to join us, and I'm sure the debate will be fast, furious, and raucous today, we invite you to join us at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow us at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook.com slash CigarDave. Much to get to today, lieutenants. We have to hunker down, damn the torpedoes, and begin the battle. Morning. Warning. We have reached DEFCON 1. Civil rights have been breached. Congressional insurgency has begun. Stand by to enact countermeasures. It is indeed an emergency situation here in Humidor 1A at Alpha Command Central. Thursday night, I received an advanced copy, late Thursday night, a PDF copy of the Food and Drug Administration's proposal, deeming proposal to oversee and regulate other tobacco products, including cigars. 200 
and 41 pages of absolute government bull poppycock. I went through this. I mean, trust me, trying to stay awake and read this, but I have gone through it. I've made copious notes, highlighted very important areas, but I'm going to give you the synopsis since I assure you, you don't want to go through these 241 pages. But you'll see, and I'll put a picture of this thing. This thing is probably, uh, let me see, almost two inches in thickness. Uh, And it is just, when you think about the amount of bureaucracy, and how much wasted time and wasted regulation that we have in this country, this is a perfect example. It was officially published in the Federal Register yesterday. And as part of the implementation of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act that was moved through the Senate by deceased Senator Ted Kennedy, murderer, taxocrat, Massachusetts, and signed by cigarette smoker-in-chief Barack Obama in 2009, the FDA has the authority to propose what they call deeming regulation. And that is that products could be deemed to be subject to FDA regulation that meet the statutory definition of a tobacco product, and cigars meet that definition. So yesterday they proposed a new rule that would extend the FDA's authority to cover additional tobacco products, including cigars. Kathleen Sebelius, the hag-in-chief of the HHS, who's done such a wonderful job with the Obamacare implementation and the website, said, and I quote, This proposed rule is the latest step in our efforts to make the next generation tobacco-free. Let me translate. This proposed rule is the latest step in the enemies of pleasure efforts to intrude upon Americans' right to make decisions for themselves. Intrude upon adults who have brains, who have intellectual capacity to decide for themselves what they want to consume. Now, under the proposed rule, the deeming tobacco products rule... There are a number of different options that have been presented. And there are two options specifically as it relates to cigars. There's option one and option two. And I'm going to tell you right now, both are not great as is currently presented. Now, as part of this rulemaking, the FDA is seeking public comment. It was officially published yesterday and 75 days from yesterday, public comment period, which ends, I believe, on July 14th. 2014, they will then take that information and make their decision. Now, before I tell you about option one and option two, let me tell you that heretofore, for the last two, three years, the cigar industry, with the Cigar Association of America, the Cigar Rights of America, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers, manufacturers, retailers, in some cases consumers, have spent the last three years roaming the halls of Congress. They have spent their time meeting with congressmen and women, with senators, with chiefs of staff, with people in the uh, Office of Management and Budget, and as well the FDA, because the FDA allowed them to make presentations about cigars and how they differ from cigarettes and other tobacco products. And we all know, those of us that enjoy cigars, cigars are not bought or consumed by children. In many cases, you cannot even walk into a tobacconist or a cigar retailer unless you are 18 years of age. 
Never once have I ever heard of a cigar retailer or tobacconist being arrested for selling to underage youth, to selling tobacco to minors. Never. Now, you hear about it at 7-Eleven. You hear about it at Circle K. You hear about it at gas stations and convenience stores. But you have never heard it when it, regards, when it, uh, uh, when it uh, uh, pertains to cigar retailers or to tobacconists. Does not happen. Go into any cigar store in this nation and you will see people standing around, sitting around, enjoying cigars, uh, uh, enjoying great camaraderie, conversational maneuvers. They are not below the age of 18, period. You don't see children going out and buying four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, thirty dollars $30 cigars. Does not happen. But for the last three years, the manufacturers, many retailers... Industry uh, insiders, people like me, we have been making the rounds. We have been contacting senators and representatives. We have been telling our story that cigars are different. They're enjoyed in moderation. They're not smoked for the nicotine. They're smoked for the taste, for the aroma, for the relaxation. They are an affordable luxury. They're not marketed to kids in any way, shape, or form or sold to kids. It is strictly an adult Leisure product, much like fine wine. And we have been able to make that case. And there's a very good reason that over the last three years, we have introduced two bills, one into the House, one into the Senate, or I should say a total of four, two in, two in the House, two in the Senate, uh, in both the past two congressional sessions over the last three years that would exclude premium cigars from FDA regulation. Now, it's still in the House. It's got about 140 co-sponsors. It's still in the Senate. It's got about 15 co-sponsors. And, in fact, there are many people that you would be shocked that, is, that are on our side. Now, you know that I'm not a big fan of many of these taxocrats. I am not a fan of Senator Harry Reid in any way, shape, or form. Frankly, I despise the son of a bitch. But I have to be honest. I have to maintain integrity. He has been one of the leading proponents to exclude premium cigars from FDA regulation. So it would be disingenuous of me to sit here and criticize when, in fact, he is helping those of us that enjoy cigars. He is helping our cause. Do I like Harry Reid? No. Do I respect Harry Reid? No. Do I think he's an absolute skeezball? You better believe it. Read about all the nonsense he's got going on in Nevada. Is he helping our cause? Yes. Doesn't mean I'm going to vote for him. Doesn't mean I'm going to send him money. But it means that he has been on our side, and has been influential in trying to convince the FDA, as have other senators, including Senator Harkin, another taxocrat from Iowa, and other taxocrats and Republicans in the House. In the Senate, Mary Landro has been very, very uh, working on our side to our behalf. Do I support Mary Landro? The answer is no. In fact, there was a fundraiser here, and I did not attend. I don't care for, she voted for Obama 95% of the time. However, when they do something that is to our benefit, I have to acknowledge it, and I have to be honest, and that's exactly what I'm doing. So we have had many people, even on the taxocrat side of the aisle, that have helped us. Some of the Republicans have not been so favorable. We do have a good amount of Republicans in the House. We have some good Republicans in the Senate. But one person who has been very disappointing is Senator Bill Nelson. Senator Bill Nelson of the Cigar State of Florida. We have had numerous fundraisers for him. In fact, I was at a fundraiser where he sat 
And uh, and both Florida senators have signed on as co-sponsors of the legislation to exclude the FDA from regulating cigars. He sat in Miami at the El Credito Cigar Factory and told us two and a half, three years ago that we as a cigar industry, manufacturers, retailers, consumers, the way it works in the Senate is you've got to make your case to every senator. You've got to do the heavy lifting, and we have. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but there was some quiet backroom discussions whereby Senator Nelson could have put done something that would have rendered this point with the FDA leg, uh, regulation, potential regulations, moot. He was asked to do something by Senator Harry Reid to our benefit, to the cigar industry's benefit. Senator Bill Nelson dropped the ball. Senator Bill Nelson is a pathetic sack of garbage. Now, he'll tell you, you know, I went to the moon or I went to space. I've been in space and I'm for the people. I'd like to see if asked by the Senate Majority Leader, if there was a potential regulation on California wine or would affect California wine, if he asked for Senator Boxer, Senator uh, Feinstein of California, that he needs them to step up and do something, they would be there in a millisecond. Senator Bill Nelson dropped the ball. And I'm not going to get into it because there are some backroom type things. There's some quiet conversations. But I'm not beholden to anyone. And I'm here to tell you that Senator Bill Nelson has screwed the cigar industry. And there are many people in the cigar industry that have told him just that. Now, I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you the two options that the FDA has proposed. Option one and option two. And as they're both written, both options blow. The 16th Annual Live Pleasure Invasion in Charlotte is set for Saturday, June 14th at the Valentine. Cigar Dave will be unveiling the new Banker by H. Upland. Get all the information, including discounted hotel info, at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So... 
the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliffe, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. I did it at work, right there at my desk when my boss wasn't looking. I did it in bed. My wife was asleep next to me. I did it on the living room couch. It just started when my in-laws walked in and saw me. You can always discuss premium cigars on the premier online cigar club, MontecristoSocialClub.com. Join MontecristoSocialClub.com to connect with a network of social club members across the country who love premium cigars as much as you do. Receive a free new member welcome gift and membership card when you sign up at MontecristoSocialClub.com. I was doing it at a football game. They showed me on the Jumbotron. The Monte Cristo Social Club is an online membership club for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. out the enemies of pleasure all right the fda yesterday in the public record in the federal register officially gave notice that they are proposing regulation to oversee cigars premium cigars machine-made cigars any form of cigars now there are two options that they have set forth in their 241 page proposal which i have in my hand let me drop that again that was, I think, 4.8 on the Richter scale, 241 pages of government BS at its finest. I'd hate to think who actually had to waste their time uh, to write this thing. That's time they'll never get back in their life. Two options. Under option one, the FDA would extend their regulatory authority to all categories of tobacco products, including cigars. And under option one, here are some of the items that would affect premium and mass market cigars. No sampling of cigar products. So if you go into a cigar retailer and there's an event, last night I attended an event at Edwards Pipe and Tobacco here in the Cigar City. Rocky Patel was there 
And uh, people that came in, they got a ticket, they sampled a free cigar. Or if they bought a box of cigars, they got five free cigars, and then they got an accessory. That would be done. Couldn't do it. Sampling of any form of cigar would be illegal. That's one of the ways that we get to find out about cigars. We don't have to buy a box where a manufacturer can do an event and say, hey, if you come to this event and you, uh, the first 50 people will give you this cigar to try, you like it, you can buy it, or if you buy a box, we'll give you some bonus cigars. And again, all those people that receive those sampled cigars are above the age of 18 or 19, depending on the state. Furthermore, and this is the biggie, all new cigar brands, cigar blends, cigar sizes would be subject to FDA approval, whereby the manufacturer would have to provide a detailed list of all the ingredients. Now, with a premium hand-rolled cigar, it's simple. It's tobacco, but they'd have to break it down. Jalapa uh, Lajero, uh, Dominican Seco. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. They'd have to break that down. And then they would have to submit that with a check for ten dollars or $20,000 per brand per size. And then wait for the FDA and their massive bureaucracy to approve the brand, and then the manufacturer could sell it. That's ten dollars or $20,000 that you and I as consumers will end up paying. We're going to pay the price of that. Not only the price, but the time. Right now, cigarette companies, when they want to make a change, they have to do the same thing to the FDA. The FDA now, the Center for Tobacco Products, CTP, they're two to three years behind. So that's wonderful. You want to cut, if, if, let's say, Altatus or Nick Perdomo or Rocky Patel or Padron wants to come out with a new size or a new brand, they would have to then complete all sorts of government forms, send in a check, and wait. And wait and wait. Today, they create the blend, they create the packaging, and at the uh, the appropriate time, could be six months later, a year later, two years later, they launch the brand. That's option one. It would also impose some various labeling requirements. Option two would exclude premium cigars. But they define premium cigars as a cigar with an arbitrary price point of at least $10. We all know. That most cigars, premium cigars sold, are not $10. They're four, five, six, seven, eight. So, therefore, premium cigars that we enjoy today would be considered under option one. Both options are disastrous. When I come back, I'm going to conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony, and I'm going to tell you how you and I need to mobilize. We need to rally the troops, rally the forces. We need to confront the enemies of pleasure. We, together, have to get this done, but we can only do it together, and your participation is vital. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Rocky Patel Platinum. Not a member of the club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth, 
flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. I am ready for a cigar, and I am ready to light this cigar as a victory cigar, a victory that we will achieve by defeating the enemies of pleasure. But we will only do so with your vocal opposition, your written opposition to the FDA's proposed rules. And I will tell you in a few minutes exactly how you can participate. And I will castigate those that sit on the sidelines, including some retailers that have sat on the sidelines for a number of years. They will not escape my wrath. I will enjoy today one of the great cigars, a cigar that was launched a few years ago by uh, Nick Perdomo at Perdomo Cigars, Tabacalera Perdomo down in Nicaragua, based in Miami. The Perdomo Exhibition. What a beautifully, uh, masterfully blended cigar. Now, this has some very unique fillers. It uses four-year-aged seco leaves from the Condega region of Nicaragua, five-year-aged viso leaves from the Jalapa Valley, six-year-old-aged Alajero leaves from Esteli, and then they wrap it in a magnificent Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper. And then they barrel-age it for an additional 10 months. It is a medium, medium plus cigar. Very nice stick. And one thing about all of Nick's cigars, they're all well-made. They're all reasonably priced. And this cigar also comes in a Connecticut, which is a little bit on the tamer side, and a Maduro. And I have pulled out the Toro Grande. Let me say that a little bit better with a better emphasis on the Grande. Toro Grande! Six inches in length, 54 ring gauge or 54 sixty-fourths of an inch. About a $7 cigar worth every bit. It is a beautiful stick. As I said, medium, medium plus. I will enjoy that today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. 
Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Cigar Dave's signature lock and load. Five jet flames. It is still in the prototype stage from the R&D labs. I will use that today on this Perdomo Exhibition. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I will now gently toast the foot of this Perdomo Exhibition Robusto Grande. Flames jumping out, heat causing the cigar to combust. Oh, the aroma right off the bat is absolutely spectacular. And as I toast this, let me remind you, if you care to join us and weigh in on the travesty, that is the encroachment by the enemies of pleasure on our cigars, join us at 877-DAVE-007, 877 877- 328-3007. I will puff and rotate. Mmm. Great, great draw. Mmm. Smooth. Great taste. Wow. Mmm. Mm. You know, I'm deriving so much pleasure that I really pity the bastards that are members of the FDA CTP contra- uh, uh, Tobacco Control Program. CTP, PTC, whatever the hell it is. It's government bureaucracy at its worst. I pity those bastards in Washington that have no life. Those bureaucrats that work meaningless jobs. Whose sole job it is to interfere in our right to happiness. Who look at us as the enemy. The taxpaying Americans that pay their egregious, wasted salaries. They look at us as the enemy. Kathleen Sebelius... Eric Holder of the Justice Department, Barack Obama, the IRS, the NSA, the TSA, you name it. Those agencies are enemies of America because they believe that we are the enemy. They believe that they're not accountable, not only to us, but I've spoken to some people in Congress the last week about this as this was getting ready to rear its ugly head, and they all told me the same thing. They said, despite assurances... Assurances to various senators and chiefs of staff that the FDA would have a special exclusion for premium cigars. They were told that all along the way. The FDA blatantly gave them the finger, the royal salute, told them to shove it, and went essentially lied to members of the legislative branch. And this is symptomatic. It is indicative of the current administration and the agencies, whether it's the EPA, whether it's the IRS, whether it's the Department of Justice, whether it's the FDA or HHS. They believe that they have the sovereign right to inflict their rule upon you without approval from the constitutionally appointed legislative branch. We see it. We hear it. We experience it. Never has there been more a more corrupt administration an administration that has blatantly violated and desecrated and decimated the U.S. Constitution than this administration. And never before have we had a mainstream media that is so lame and so in the tank and get on their knees and performing fallaciatic acts on Obama. It is unheard of. And that's exact. I don't even know if there's a word, fallaciatic acts. They're performing fellatio on him. That's what they are. Again, that's a scientific term, lieutenants. And that's exactly what they are doing. When I see these members of the media that roll over and play dead, it is unconscionable. They didn't do it with Nixon. They didn't do it with Reagan. They didn't do it with Bush. 
and they shouldn't do it with Obama. It is an outrage. It is an outrage, lieutenants, and there's only one way, in addition to my cigar, that I can calm myself. I can bring my blood pressure back from 450 over 390 down to a normal 120 over 80. And that is... Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. I need a good libation. I'm going to do something that I have not really enjoyed probably for about a year on the show during the libationary segment. And that is I'm pulling out a brand new bottle of Zaya, 12-year-old estate rum. This is a beautiful rum. Interesting story how I found out about this rum. It's coming back from, uh, I think, the Dominican or Honduras a number of years ago. I'm changing planes in Miami. As I'm getting ready to walk to my plane back to the Cigar City and the American Airlines Terminal, there is a lovely, bodacious dame, short little skirt, ample décolletage showing, sampling rum. And I pass by. She says, would you like some rum? It's like 5.30 in the afternoon. I said, hell to the yes. I would love that. Sampled it. It is beautiful. Great taste. 80 proof, so it's 40% alcohol by volume. Uh, Very interesting rum. This rum is Trinidad distilled rum. Blended rum, 12 years old. There's Zaya Grande Reserva, a nice blend of rums that have been aged a minimum of 12, 12 years in small oak barrels. It is a sipping rum. Don't put this in with a mixed cocktail. This is a sipping rum to be enjoyed, consumed, sipped along the lines of a single malt scotch or a fine bourbon or a, uh, a nice glass of wine. Very nice recipe. Suggested retail is very reasonable. It's about 25 to 30 bucks for a 750 milliliter bottle. I will open it right up. Now, it's cool. On the neck, it's got almost like a little, uh, like a straw neck. Like you see a Panama straw hat. Same type thing. I will pour this. Let me look at this. And as I do, let me just look. Deep, dark brown color. I'll tell you what. This almost looks like a cognac. A deep, almost ruby red color. And I will say... Cheers. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Heavenly. Massive amounts of vanilla. Massive amounts of cinnamon. There's another taste, and I can't quite put a finger on it, or should I say a taste bud on it, but it is magnificent indeed. Very nice. Take another sip here. Mmm. Wow. Fruity aroma. This is absolutely delicious. I think I'm going to add a few rocks in just a few moments to it. But it goes perfectly with my Perdomo Exhibition Sun Grown. They complement each other. They balance each other. In fact, as I look at the color of this wrapper, Sun Grown Nicaraguan wrapper on the Perdomo Exhibition, it almost has the similar color as this Zaya Rum. They're a nice, uh, deep, reddish hue, and they're very complementary in every way, shape, or form. All right, lieutenants, very quickly here, and then I... I want to take a short time out, then we will get to the calls at 877-DAVE-007. And I have much else to get to. Uh, Rocky Patel just texted me. He's in town. He had an event yesterday. He's staying in town for the uh, uh, a big event going on in the Cigar City this weekend. And I uh, asked if he could drop by to Humidor 1A, have a cigar with us. I said most definitely. So he'll be in in the next hour if you want to uh, jump on the lines and get with him. But about two weeks ago, Representative Kevin Yoder who is a Republican representing the 3rd District of Kansas and uh, is on the subcommittee on Agriculture, Rural Development, FDA, and Related Agencies. 
had Margaret Hamburg, who is the FDA commissioner, uh, testifying at his subcommittee. And he asked, uh, he specifically wanted to address some concerns that he was hearing from his constituents, some mom-and-pop cigar stores, about the potential regulation uh, by the FDA over premium cigars. Take a listen to his question and take a listen to her response. I want you to pay very close attention. One thing that these government bureaucrats do exceptionally well, they never answer the questions directly. I've had some concerns from, just on the topic of of, um, smoking, I guess, I've had some concerns from local um, mom-and-pop cigar shops. They're very concerned about pending regulations uh, that may come forward that would bring cigars into uh, the tobacco products the FDA would would regulate, and many of them are concerned it may actually put them out of business. Can you speak to that a little bit and your efforts to ensure that we understand maybe some unique natures of some of these local folks that are in all of our districts? Well, with respect to cigars, that would be part of the deeming rule that we would be um, hopefully um, uh, putting forward for for public comment very soon. Um, And certainly we have have heard a variety of concerns as we've been shaping this proposed rule about um, uh, aspects of cigars, including premium cigars in particular. Um, but, But I think that our responsibility is to address a set of, of, of critical public health currents, concerns, looking at the context of what is being used and how it's being used. Um, we believe that, again, it is very appropriate for FDA in the context of the authorities that Congress has given us um, for oversight of tobacco products to take that on. Um, but then we need to work in a systematic way in terms of of what it looks like and how it's implemented. All right, let's let's address a couple of items. She never really, of course, answered it. She said we have to really look at the health concerns. There are no health concerns with cigars. People enjoy cigars in moderation. People do not smoke cigars, 510 cigars, like they did 40, 50, 60 years ago. Premium cigars are enjoyed in moderation. The average person smokes one to two cigars per week. What is being used? Premium cigars that have no additives, no additional nicotine. In fact, the nicotine and ammonia during the fermentation process is dissipated. And I've said this over and over. When was the last time you saw a group of cigar smokers huddled outside a building in snow or rainy conditions, smoking their cigars, trying to get a quick puff, or getting off an airplane and running to the smoking area to light a cigar? The answer, never and never. It does not happen because we don't smoke cigars for the nicotine. I had an upper respiratory infection about, uh, what, six, seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago? I went two weeks without smoking a cigar. Was I craving a cigar? No. Was I shaking because I didn't have a cigar? No. Did I have the urge to smoke a cigar when I had a terrible uh, uh, infection and cough and throat? Absolutely not. Cigarette smokers, on the other hand, want the cigarettes, whether they have a cold, whether they got the flu, they want that cigarette 24-7. Not so with cigars. How is it being used, she asked? It's being used by adults. Adults that are of legal age, over 18 or 19, depending on the state. This nonsense that they fabricate that kids, that 40% of children in high school uh, have smoked a cigar, they've tried a cigar. 
The way they f- come up with that research is they ask students. And I will tell you that students embellish all the time. Ask a high school kid if, uh, I'll tell you what, ask a kid, say, hey, listen, have you ever, did you ever go out with the hottest chick in the class? I will guarantee you that 100% of the students at a school will say, hell yes, I did, when maybe .00001 actually did. But that's how they use their research. They just asked it, and then they just took it and took it at their word. The proof is in the pudding. Where do you see kids getting cigars? They're not buying them at tobacconists. They're not buying them at retail stores, retail tobacco stores or cigar stores. Not happening. And if they are being sold underage at a convenience store, then that should be stopped. That's a different enforcement issue. But I find it interesting that Margaret Hamburg of the FDA, she is the same. She's in with Sebelius and with Eric Holder and with all these other Obamaites that believe that they have been not only appointed, but they have been enshrined to make all the decisions for you because they are far smarter than you and I, and they're certainly smarter than members of Congress, even though Congress has the constitutional authority over these agencies. How many times did you see the IRS not answer questions, not providing information to the Congressional Committee? They basically gave them the finger. They said, screw you, Congress. We don't report to you. This is the latest example. Now, how can you participate? When I come back, I'm going to tell you. Because your participation in this fight is going to be pivotal. Do you want to now wait two years, three years for a new blend to come out? Do you want to have the price of your cigar increase 50 cents or 60 cents a cigar? Because every size and every new blend by the FDA is going to require a ten dollars or $20,000 payment to get approved, to be reviewed. Do you not want to be able to get a sample of a cigar to try it at some event before you actually buy the cigar? Well, if the answer is yes, that you want to be able to sample a cigar. Yes, you want lower prices on your cigars. Yes, you want to enjoy your cigars without intrusion and other government regulation and ridiculous warning labels. Then you need to participate in the process. And I've got a call to arms And I want everyone standing at attention when I return because I'm going to lay out exactly how we are going to destroy and defeat the enemy. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. 
The 2014 Alpha Male Pleasure Tour begins in Charlotte, Saturday, June 14th at the Valentine. Presented by Altadis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110, WBT, and 99.3 FM. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Gates of Pleasure. It's the General Cigar Cigar Day. We are seven weeks away from the start of the Cigar Day 2014 Bold Alpha Tour. And we will begin in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina, as we do every year, Saturday, June 14th. The doors open at 11. Broadcast begins at noon Eastern time. We'll be at the magnificent Ballantine Resort, Ballantine Hotel, in the uh, Ballantine area of Charlotte, about 15 minutes south of downtown Charlotte, or they call it uptown in Charlotte. They don't call it downtown, it's uptown. But uh, we'll be launching the brand new Banker by H. Upman. Everybody in attendance will receive a complimentary cigar. Great delicacies, great libations. We'll have the entire crew, Mick the Brit, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul. In fact, I uh, I communicated with uh, Colonel Ange yesterday. We've got a very interesting delicacy that he is working on. It is state-of-the-art. It is revolutionary. It could revolutionize how we as alpha males eat our dead animal products. But we will uh, have live broadcast pleasure maneuvers Saturday, June 14th. All the details at CigarDave.com. And there is a special Cigar Dave rate if you want to come in for the weekend and uh, we've got all that information posted in the 800 number and the code at CigarDave.com. Let's say hello to Scott in the Motor City. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Hey, when it comes to keeping our cigars humidified in our humidors, is it better to use the distilled water or is it better to use the propylene glycol products? And when using the, pripe, the pripe, uh, propylene glycol products, does that leave any aftertaste in the cigars as they're being humidified. No, uh, distilled water, and uh, usually there's a mix of propylene glycol with distilled water. Propylene glycol is tasteless, it's odorless, it has moisture retention properties. It's used uh, on many food items uh, when they clean them, when they wash uh, vegetables and so on. It is uh, harmless, but I recommend usually some distilled water with some propylene glycol, just a bit. You could probably use either half and a half or 75% uh, distilled water with some 
propylene glycol. That works as well. Mix them together, and that should be uh, good to go. Scott, we appreciate you joining us. Hey, I may be uh, heading up to the Motor City for an event in September. We'll probably have an announcement in a couple of weeks, so stand by for that. Let's say hello to uh, Robert out in Reno, Nevada. You are front and center. Long ass, General. How you doing? Back today? at you, Robert. Boy, I tell you, you're on fire today. I'm just loving what you're talking about with this whole government thing. I am sick and tired of Obama and his Politburo. Uh, I have to agree concurrently. Now, Robert, is it my understanding today is your birthday? Yes, it is. I'm 56. I've been in the hospital a couple times the last couple months, but I'm actually doing real good now. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing much better. I can actually smoke again without... you know, I tried smoking a cigar a couple of times. I had some intestinal problems. You know, well, well, let me just stop you because we're tying up. Robert, don't smoke a cigar, do anything until you're 100% recuperated. So here's what I'll do. I will send you the April Officers Club of Rocky Patel Platinums under one condition. Do not smoke them until you are at 100%. Got it? Beautiful, got it. Happy birthday, Robert, and you're damn right. I am on fire. I'm going to battle the enemies of pleasure. We'll continue. Rocky Patel will make his way to Humidor 1A in the next hour. I've got a little follow-up to my show last week in terms of the attack on masculine men. That and much more. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, just looking over at CNN, the uh, headline said, President visiting Malaysia in search of missing plane. I would suggest President Obama visit Malaysia and maybe search for his balls. Since Vladdy Putin is toying with him at every opportunity. Hey, good to know when I woke up this morning, there's a Russian sub off the Gulf Coast here near the Cigar City. No problem, lieutenants. Everything's under control with the wussified beta-in-chief. You can see I have zero to little respect for the Natalis wonder-in-chief and the cigarette-in-chief. And my anger is even more today after the FDA released their regulation to oversee cigars. Welcome back. Hour number two from Command Center Alpha in Humidor 1A here in the Cigar City. The general front and center. I am leading the charge. We are here in the Situation Room at uh, Command Center Alpha to make sure that we battle the enemies of pleasure. If you care to join us, nationwide cigar and pleasure-friendly and anti-FDA 
Regulation hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Jump on. We welcome your conversational maneuvers and your input into the conversation. Care to email address? Uh, email address is CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook.com slash CigarDave. Just a few moments. We're expecting Rocky Patel to be a uh, last-minute surprise guest. We'll get to him in uh, as soon as he gets in the door here. But first, lieutenants, there is a story that I want to get to that uh, I read a couple of days ago that is uh, very disconcerting. And frankly, it is not only repulsive to me, it is shameful, it is a uh, – we should all be outraged. When our veterans go and serve, one of the benefits that they get is lifetime health care through the VA hospital system, the Veterans Administration hospital system. And we've heard stories over the years that there are times when veterans go in and they're not getting the best health care. They're waiting. Well, this story came out uh, from CNN earlier this week after a long investigation. At least 40 U.S. veterans died while waiting for appointments at the Phoenix Veterans Affairs health care system, many of whom were placed on a secret waiting list. Uh, Dr. Sam Foote who retired after spending 24 years with the VA system in Phoenix, uh, has collaborated with CNN on this story. The secret list was part of an elaborate scheme designed by Veterans Affairs managers or bureaucrats in Phoenix who were trying to hide that 1,400 to 1,600 sick veterans were forced to wait months to see a doctor. Now, according to VA regulations, that... It requires hospitals, its hospitals, to provide care to patients in a timely manner, typically between 14 to 30 days. I'm not sure 14 to 30 days is really timely. I think it should be far shorter than that. But according to emails obtained by CNN, it shows that top management, the VA hospital in Arizona, knew about the practice, even defended it. There's an official list that's shared with official in Washington, and that shows the VA has been providing timely appointments, which the... uh, Doctor who worked there, Dr. Sam Foote, said is a sham list. And there's the real list that's hidden from outsiders. The scheme was deliberately put in place to avoid the VA's own internal rules. So they developed a secret waiting list. And here's what they did. And and I'm going to give you an example of someone who ended up dying while waiting for care. And it just, it, it angers me to no end. The scheme in Phoenix involves shredding evidence to hide the long list of veterans that were waiting for appointments. What they did was they the, the top officials at the VA in Phoenix instructed their staff to not actually make doctor's appointments for vets within the computer system. Instead, when a vet came in to make an appointment, they enter the information into the computer. They do a screen capture hard copy printout. Then they don't save what was just input in the computer, so there's no official record that they were ever there. That, to me, is not borders on fraud. It is fraud. So what happened was the official waiting list that was reported to Washington was entirely fictitious. So they would report to Washington that they're making their appointments within 10 days, sometimes the 14-day time frame, when in actuality it had been six nine, or in some cases, 21 months. Let me give you the example of Navy veteran Thomas Breen, 71-year-old Navy veteran. His uh, his kids noticed or were told by him that he was having blood in his urine. So his kids said, we've got to get you to the doctor. Now, according to his kids, 
Mr. Breen was so proud of his military service that he would go nowhere else but the VA for treatment. So on September 28, 2013, with a history of cancer, blood in his urine, Mr. Breen and his kids rushed his father to the Phoenix VA emergency room where he was examined and sent home to wait. They wrote on his chart that seeing a doctor was urgent. And it states the urgency as one week for Mr. Breen to see a primary care doctor or at least a urologist to address the blood in his urine issue. They sent him home. No one called from the VA with a primary care appointment. His kids called numerous times in an effort to try to get the urgent appointment for him. She was told that their kids were told it was a seven-month-long waiting list and you're going to have to have patience. Now, here is a man that served this country, a vet who believed in the VA system, cancer, he had experienced cancer, blood in his urine, and this sack of garbage responds by saying you're going to have to have some patience. Mr. uh, Breen died on November 30th, 2013. The death certificate shows that he died from stage 4 bladder cancer. Months, five months after the initial visit, one of his kids got a call saying they were ready to make the appointment for him. And she said, no need. He's dead already. This is an absolute outrage. Our veterans lay it on the line, and the least, the very least that they should be afforded is outstanding health care. The VA system, in my opinion, is subject to the same abstract failure that every other government agency experiences, and that is a, 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 a aura of bureaucracy, an endless bureaucracy where they can't get out of their own way. Why don't we shut down the VA system? Let's shut down all those stupid VA hospitals and let's give every single vet when they retire, when they return, when they leave service, give them the absolute best private health insurance coverage there is with a zero deductible. Let the government negotiate a plan so they can go to any hospital. I guarantee you, if he went into the emergency room at a private hospital in Phoenix, he would have seen a urologist that day or the next day. They wouldn't have waited six months to get back to him for treatment. This reflects badly, not only on the bureaucracy, on the VA administration, but it reflects badly on us as American citizens. And I say that, and you know that we believe strongly in our vets, we support our vets that are in active duty, that have retired. To me, they have a very special place. They defend this country. They even defend this country from the idiot FDA regulators in Washington. They defend their right to freedom as they defend our right to freedom, although we're losing that freedom, it seems, on a daily basis, minute by minute. But it seems to me it is indictment on this nation that we can't get our vets in for quality care, dump the VA hospitals, any system that has to make people wait two weeks to four weeks to six to nine months for treatment should be abandoned immediately. This is not Canada. This is not the British healthcare system. This is the United States of America. And my reply to those shameful bureaucrats in Phoenix that did this is one that's very simple. You are a, an affront 
to the very people in which you supposedly serve. You're an embarrassment to the VA administration, and I speak on probably every American and every lieutenant that has just heard this, that we are outraged by your callous and careless actions. Unacceptable. Lieutenants, when we return, we'll continue our battle against the enemies of pleasure. Rocky Patel has walked into Command Center Alpha and Humidor 1A. We invite you to join us. 877-DAVE-007. As you can tell, I am hot under the collar. I will not rest until the enemies of pleasure are completely defeated. Cigar Dave Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion is set for Saturday, June 14th at the Valentine. The General will conduct the official launch of the new banker by H. Upland. Get more info. Go to CigarDave.com. If you love modern, full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, Available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers and body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo e Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
All right, my blood pressure is now down to 300 over 270 after talking about the FDA encroachment on our cigar rights as well as the nonsense that the VA in Phoenix pulled on uh, on our great veterans. Unacceptable, and I'm pleased to welcome to Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A, unexpected guest, Rocky Patel of Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. Good to see you, Rocky. Great to be here, Dave. Uh, we're both fired up. We are. After listening to you for the last five, ten minutes, my blood pressure is boiling. That is an absolute shame, and it uh, you know it just drives me crazy when we see veterans that go out to protect our rights and freedoms come back, and you have idiots like that that absolutely just take away personal freedoms and rights. And when it comes to your own health, it's it's really shameful. It, it, no question about it. That to me is uh, you know these are the people that put their their lives on the line. And then they come back, and we're going to make them wait through a maze of bureaucracy. That's just unacceptable. And there are solutions. Again, private health care, private hospitals, they get the best care. It could be easily done, and probably for a fraction of what the government is spending right now. You know, it's interesting. If you look at the world, any time you've taken the government out of the equation and you've privatized everything from the railroad to the airports to hospitals to whatever it is, it works better because people have an interest. When you have skin in the game, you really care. And that's the problem with government. There's no skin in the game. No. And the other problem is that it's all about self-preservation in government. We now have, and I really believe this, and we talked about this yesterday, we have a, a bureaucracy that is so massive and so out of control that they believe that they have no accountability to the legislative branch. And it's so big that I don't think even a president that wanted to decimate the bureaucracy could do it. It's almost like one of those movies where you see these agencies that basically run everything in the shadows. That's exactly what they're doing. You're exactly right. I mean, you and I had a long conversation about this yesterday. We talked with a number of uh, attorneys that are guiding us on FDA legislation. They basically said that this administration absolutely doesn't care what the Republicans or the Democrats in Congress think. They believe they've set up these bureaucracies and the bureaucracies don't have to report to anybody and they're basically going to legislate through these bureaucracies and regulators that they've set up in Washington and to unravel it, it's going to take years. Well, I know we, we discussed both uh, uh, both options that were presented in the proposed regulation, 241 pages of absolute bureaucratic BS in my hand here. And I have to tell you, it wasn't easy reading all this nonsense. And I just wonder, the people that actually write this garbage, they must have absolutely no life to sit there and write 241 pages of, of legislation, but potential legislation that is so unnecessary that does nothing but complicate people's lives and takes a product which is consumed by adults, enjoyed by adults in moderation, and try to uh, bring it to a, a, an addictive drug, which it is not. You know, and the sad part about it, you, myself, and all the listeners – all the beautiful cigar smokers, we're paying for their salaries to absolutely sit around and put out that garbage. And and after two years of waiting and working and think tanks, that's what they came up with. I mean, it's ridiculous. We met with them a dozen times. I mean, we've we've talked to them. We've explained to them what a premium cigar is all about. We've explained to them about the lifestyle, the difference. There are no youth access issues. The type of people that smoke these premium cigars enjoy them. They celebrate them. It's not a habit. And yet they come back and they 
have this proposed deeming regulation and under option two, they're basically saying, well, we're not sure if a premium cigar is good for you. We're not sure what it's all about. We want you to comment on it. So they want to waste another 75 days to basically give tobacco-free kids and all the health Nazis a free way to go ahead and give misinformation and post it on the Federal Register so that we have to spend our time fighting misinformation all over again. There's no question about it. And one of the items in the in option two, now option one says, and I'll repeat this for those of you that are just joining us, Rocky Patel of Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, our uh, unexpected uh, guest, a pleasure to have him in here in Humidor 1A. But option one of this FDA regulation, proposed regulation, would extend the FDA's authority to all categories of tobacco products, including cigars being mass market and premium. Now, under option two, it would extend the agency's tobacco product authorities to all other categories of products except premium cigars. But in their definition of premium cigars, they define it as a cigar being $10 or more. Yeah. And we know that most of the cigars you sell, Rocky, are below $10. In fact, I had a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I smoked one of your brand-new Rocky Patel Edge B-52, one of my favorites, by the way. Great blend, and I know that they're, they're flying off the shelves. That cigar is what? Five and a half, six bucks? About six twenty-five. You're telling me that's different from the Rocky Patel Platinum that you get? Uh, what, maybe ten bucks, twelve bucks for? Yeah, you know it's absolutely ridiculous to define a cigar by the price. I mean, when they say that uh, in in order to be exempt from FDA regulation, the cigar has to be over ten dollars. I mean, uh, that's basically discrimination. There are many cigars in the five dollar range that are better than cigars in the fifteen dollar range. Uh, it's like wine; you can find wine out there for sure. twenty dollars that's better than. $100 bottle. So uh, I don't know how they came up with that number. That's ridiculous. Um, you know, I think it should be about the process of how cigars are made, not about the price of a cigar. And uh, I think they got some of the things right. But, you know, like some of the senators, um, chief, chief of staff went into a meeting with Mitch Seller, who actually heads the Center for Tobacco Products, and they briefed him. And uh, they asked him, why didn't you just carve out an exemption for premium cigars? We don't get it. I mean, we've been putting pressure on on on, uh, on the House and Senate side into the the FDA, Center for Tobacco Products. You've met with the premium cigar makers. You understand that the products are very unique and different than all other tobacco products. You don't have youth access issues. Truly is an art form and a culture that's very unique. So why didn't you grant them the exemption instead of posting this comment period where everybody chimes in and uh you know there's a lot of work ahead of us and uh i would hope that all of you listening to the general in the next 75 days it is absolutely imperative this is the most crucial time we've had in the two years of fighting this battle that you all chime in and you will see posted on the general's <laughs> website on the cra website and the ipcpr website uh, ways that you can all help by getting involved in the comment period. And these are going to be educated, smart comments. You will be guided on the talking points. And would love for all of you to please chime in. That's what the enemies of pleasure do. That's what we will do. And I've got some other comments, Rocky, because many people, many retailers in our industry uh, were lax during the S-chip uh, 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 excise tax issue. They rolled over. And their livelihood is at stake, and they need to step up. So we'll talk about some other ways, Rocky. Also, some other options here under uh, some other issues under option two that we will get to. If you have a call, uh, question for Rocky, want to discuss anything 
in the world of the alpha male lifestyle, 877-DAVE-007. Don't forget, Charlotte, June 14th, we kick off the 2014 Cigar Day Bold Alpha Tour. Charlotte, North Carolina, we launch the new Banker by H. Upman at the Ballantine Resort, Charlotte, North Carolina. April selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Rocky Patel Platinum. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details. Listen up, all you cigar lieutenants. We've got your next set of marching orders. While it seems like everyone is busy trying to wussify America, there are still some who value the premium cigar good life. Head over to CigarMaestro.com, where you can learn directly from some of the most knowledgeable cigar experts in the world. The Grupo de los Maestros, the makers of great brands including Monte Cristo, Romeo e Giulietta, H. Upman, and many others. When you understand the hard work and skill that goes into crafting every hand-rolled cigar, you'll appreciate every new smoke even more. Finish the training and then pass the test to earn a true symbol of alpha male cigar knowledge, the Certificado de los Maestros. You already love premium cigars, but now you can take that appreciation to the next level. Visit CigarMaestro.com today. CigarMaestro.com is an exclusive premium cigar educational website for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the Alpha Male Conversational Maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Sent USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the general cigar, cigar day. All right, Lieutenant Rocky Patel of Rocky Patel Premium Cigars joins us. We are doing a battle with the enemies of pleasure. In a few moments, I'm going to talk to you specifically about what you can do. Rocky uh, intimated, and we will have some more uh, suggestions. And I need to uh, have our retailers, all the retailers that listen, you have to be involved as well. But first, let's go to the phones and say hello to Russ in Tampa Bay, listening on 1250 WHNZ. Russ, you are front and center with a general and a Rocky Patel. Good afternoon. Long answers to you, General. Back at you. I am a prior service a U.S. Army Ranger for eight years. 1979 to 1987, and I've been using the VA for my uh, medical for a long time. And I am very sorry. This is off topic now. This is um, from your the uh, topic before that you were talking about the medical care and everything. Yes, sir. For the VA. Um, it's a shame that they can't weed out the people that just take advantage of the system, because that's one reason the appointments take so long to get is because people are you know going there for a hangnail. And just because it's free. Well, okay, but here's the thing. It seems to me that when you have somebody that's got blood in their urine with a history of cancer, that that doctor 
or whomever would say, we need to get them expedited. They need to be seen now. And maybe there are people abusing the system, but I, I, I really believe that a private if we give the if we gave you as a veteran the absolute top of the line private health plan with a zero deductible and said use this at any quality institution you care to go to don't you think that would be a more efficient uh, way to deliver health care to our veterans absolutely general and what you're talking about with the cancer um, i'm living that right now i went to my uh, physician my private uh, private not private my um primary care physician last week and they did a bunch of blood work on me and they made they said that I needed to see the oncologist because there's something up with my pancreas. So they, the uh, oncologist called me. Uh, I went to the doctor on Thursday. The oncologist called me on Friday and set up my appointment to see the oncologist uh, at Bay Pines on Monday morning. Um, hopefully it's nothing serious, but um, they are getting me in right away. Well, Russ, I'm sure Rocky, uh, we echo the same sentiments. We wish you uh, good health, and hopefully, it's nothing. And uh, well, and I'm glad, and I'm glad that you could get in to see because you know that's the kind of thing where you want to go immediately. You don't want to wait around for for any medical condition. You're right. And last year, I spent four months in the PTSD program at the VA, and it's an inpatient um, service, and they got me in right away for that as well. So um, I guess it's just where where it's busiest is where it's, it takes the longest. And one of the sayings that you you heard as soon as you went in the military was hurry up and wait. And it's really unfortunate that that poor person's family has to go through that and had to go through seven months of that. So I I feel really sorry for them for having to do that. But I wish that there weren't so many people taking advantage of the system and clogging up the, the lines the way it is. Right. Absolutely. Well, Russ, thank you, General. I appreciate your time. No problem. Russ, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll send you out something special. How's that? I'll tell you what, I'll send you out a special Cigar Dave uh, cap that uh, that you can wear proudly around town. How's that? That sounds good. Uh, Rangers lead the way, General. Yes, sir. You got that right. Russ, we appreciate it. We wish you the best of health, uh, Russ. Thank you, sir. All right. Let's say hello to David up in the Motor City, Detroit. You are front and center with a general and Rocky Patel. Long ass greetings, gentlemen. Back at you. Um, I, uh, I've been privileged to be out to Rocky Patel's farms in the, Hon- uh, in the Honduras. And, uh, during that trip, J. Paul Tucker from Oxmoor Smoke Shop got me involved in the Cigar Rights of America because I've been writing my congressmen and senators and talking to them and calling their offices. And that's what we need to get every one of the cigar lieutenants to do. You know, now I'm a, a CRA ambassador for Michigan. And, and, uh, you know, there's great resources there on what to do, how to connect to your senators and your congress and everybody that represents us and our voices, and now's the time for us to be heard. I can't stress it enough. So that's why I'm calling today, generals, to get everybody to go to the CRA website, sign up for the CRA, ask their local retailers to post it in their windows. This is our pleasure, and they're not going to take it away. I agree with you, and and David, let me say that everybody should go to CigarRights.org. There is no question about it. I know many people uh, uh, that listen to the show have gone up on a weekly basis and signed up, and it's very important. And I, Rocky, I want to bring this up because not only does it take consumers, but many retailers. When the S chip excise tax issue first came up about four or five years ago, I, I'll never forget. We were at a meeting at the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory for all retailers and manufacturers. Uh, not only in the state of Florida, but people in Tampa Bay. And I remember looking around the room, 
and saying, geez, where are these other retailers? There was about five, six retailers that I didn't see. And one person said, well, so-and-so and so-and-so was going to come, but he'd have to close his store for an hour and didn't want to do that. And I said, so-and-so and so-and-so won't have to worry about closing their store if there's a $10 excise tax on cigars. And we need to get every retailer, and those of you that are retailers that are listening, that have stayed on the sideline, that haven't been actively encouraging your consumers, your customers to join CRA, you have a duty not only to protect your business, to protect your livelihood. And I would say that every single customer that comes into a retail store, the clerk or the owner must make sure that they see these CRA cards that are going to be passed and that they tell these people, write this letter right here, right now. We'll take it and we'll get it to CRA. We need a a grassroots effort from every consumer, every retailer, every manufacturer, anybody that, that enjoys cigars has to be vociferous and have to has to be vocal. Rocky, you know that the enemies of pleasure will do anything it takes, including deception and lying, to advance their cause, because to them the ends justify the means. We now know how to deal with these people. We have to be heard in numbers. And, uh, and David, I'm going to let you go, but here, here's what I want to do for you, David. Let me send you out... Um, how about we send them out some Rocky Patel B-52 Corojos, Rocky? Let's do that. You're going to love these Edge Corojo B-52s. They're my new favorite cigar. So, David, stand by. Rocky, do you remember about three, four years ago, there was a retailer in Corpus Christi, Texas. After the big hurricane, he rebuilt. And there was a proposal that would eliminate smoking in all public places, including cigar stores. Well, there was only one cigar store in Corpus Christi. And this owner... Uh, contacted his representative, his councilwoman, and she said, no, I understand, and I'll make the case. He made the fatal mistake of not attending himself and not getting every one of his customers to show up that day. Well, what happens? There was nobody from the cigar pro-cigar side that showed up. The owner didn't show up. There were three enemies of pleasure that showed up, and the rest of the council convinced this woman to change her vote. And afterwards, he was screaming, and how could you do that? The only person he had to blame was himself. Now, the good news was they were able to change it to get a waiver for a cigar store. But think about that for a second. This man's livelihood was at stake and didn't take an hour out of his time, his schedule, to go present his own case. Dave, you know, it's so frustrating. I mean, I'm sure that many of the retailers that listen to your show uh, are very active and involved in what goes on with federal legislation and state legislation. Unfortunately, it's the, the retailers that don't listen and the retailers that just think that you're going to do the heavy lifting. store is right. just something they make money with, but they forget that truly this is an art form in the business. And don't forget for a moment that these regulators basically want to abolish tobacco from the face of the planet. And they don't distinguish the difference between cigarettes and cigars. And we become the unintended consequence of regulation. And one of the most important parts that's in this deeming regulation that people don't pay attention to are user fees. And we remember how we got whacked on S-chip. Right. And that really changed basically the 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 game plan of what cigars uh, cost, how they're priced. And uh, it really created a big problem for the entire industry from the manufacturer to the consumer. And here, these regulators, I mean, 
in option A, they're basically proposing that we give them not only all the ingredients and everything that goes into our manufacturing processes, but every single time we want to make a skewer or Vitola or new brand or change an existing brand, it has to be registered. That means we could pay up to ten or twenty thousand dollars per new brand, per new size for the actual regulation or registration. Can you imagine what the cost of that would be to a consumer and how long we'd have to wait? There is a back, I think there's a back roll of something like 16,000 products that the FDA is still waiting to look at to register uh, in other categories. So this would be an absolute shame of how this industry would be shaped and changed. Uh, warning stickers, no more marketing, advertising, promotion of products. Option A is something that would absolutely destroy the industry. It would be a tsunami for the industry. We'd be wiped out. Option B, where they're looking at, and this is where we need all the lieutenants, we need all the retailers, we need everybody involved, is something that we need to talk about. We will have very informed material for you on the General's website, on the CRA website, and the IPCPR website, and we ask you all to look at that, and you'll go to the Federal Register where there is a posting of comments, and you will comment as a consumer as to what these particular issues are. For example... Cigars are not addictive. Cigars are not enjoyed by children. Cigars are something that are advertised and marketed in forums like Cigar Dave, Cigar Aficionado, and Luxury Lifestyle Places. So there's a, a probably a dozen different talking points that we need to attack where the healthcare people basically pass out misinformation because they don't have any real information they can win on. They can't win on the health side. They can't win. There has been no case study. They have never provided any scientific proof or they can't prove otherwise that cigars are bad, dangerous, or sold to kids. So they rely on misinformation because that's their goal and mission. Well, let me give you a direct quote from uh, HHS Secretary Kathleen Sibelius. This proposed rule is the latest step in our efforts to make the next generation tobacco-free. Let me translate. This is their first step towards prohibition. There is no question. And, and here's what I say. When was the last time somebody smoking a cigar killed somebody on the street? Never. So when we take a look at real issues, you know, they always say, well, uh, uh, tobacco products are hazardous to your health. Well, so is alcohol. Alcohol is a known carcinogen in excess. Any product. I was just reading a story. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, 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 the prince's wife, uh, what's his name? Uh, prince Charles' his wife, Camilla's brother, died in New York while walking. He, was, he got caught in one of those revolving doors, fell backwards, hit his head, and died. Now, is the FDA going to regulate revolving doors? Any product. You get in the shower, you can hurt yourself. You know, anything you do has a slight element of risk. When we enjoy our cigars, we enjoy them in moderation. We enjoy them for celebratory occasions. We have made the story clear. And I know, Rocky, that many of the senators and the congressmen and women and their staffs are frustrated as well because they were assured that premium cigars would be excluded from this proposed rulemaking. Oh, you're completely right. I was in many senators' offices with some of our friends and manufacturers and I actually saw them pick up the phone and call the Center for Tobacco Products. And they talked to Margaret Hamburger. They talked to their assistant. And they came out of these phone calls very assured and in private meetings that premium cigars were going to be exempted 
or very well taken care of in the deeming regulations. And that just did not happen. And let me point out that this is a basic foundational document. There are are a lot more regulations to come. This is just the original groundwork of their constitution for regulation. Down the line, you will just see a plethora of different regulation, which will absolutely destroy. And like you said, it's prohibition. It's that's what they're looking for, and that's the that's the reality. Of what's going on? No question about it, Lieutenants. Eight seven seven Dave double O seven. We'll continue uh, with Rocky Patel. Got a couple other items I want to get to. The final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show is next. The General does more than just radio. He's got video now, too. See The General in action by subscribing at YouTube.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, José O. Padrón began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padrón cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padrón controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padrón family, it's called making great cigars. The Padrón lines include the Padrón 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padrón Traditional Line. All Padrón cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padrón. For your Padrón retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padrón is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The 16th Annual Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion on Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantyne is presented by Altanis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110 WBT and 99.3 FM. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
like a mighty oak, standing in the face of gale force winds of political correctness. It's the General Cigar Dave. All right, lieutenants, final few minutes. We will make it count. Rocky Patel, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars joins us. Hey, Rocky, let's talk uh, something pleasurable for a moment here. Uh, some of your new cigars, I'll tell you, that Rocky Patel Edge B-52. In the, I love the Corojo and the Maduro, but the Corojo is just balls to the wall, a great cigar. And uh, what was the, the, the motivation for that B-52? And I love the name, too, like a bomber. Where did you come up with that, uh, that name? Well, you know, we've we've had names like Battalion and Torpedo, and well, Torpedo is the size, but we just thought that uh, I, I looked at that cigar with that nice chubby ring gauge and a short size. It's a fun smoke. It's a short smoke because we don't have a lot of time these days. And first thing came to mind was B-52, Soldiers, Afghanistan, the war, and uh, that cigar has just got so much flavor. And um, the Edge is still one of our best brands, and it's got that unique tobacco from that one country. We call it Bangladesh. It's really not Bangladesh. I know where it is, but, but I won't say it. I'm sworn to secret. secret. You know the I'm sworn secret. To secrecy. And nobody uses tobacco from this country, and that's what makes the Edge so cool is 50% of the fillers from this unique country, and it's got that flavor profile that is so different than any other cigar out there. Rocky, the April 2014 Officers Club selection is the Rocky Patel Platinum, our uh, members got it about uh, 10 days ago. The response that we have gotten has been off the charts. It's a fabulous cigar, that dark Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro, which is very limited in supply. And that's one of the reasons you don't have very, many of the larger sizes now. But that cigar is just very complex, a lot of flavor, but very, very smooth. Well, what I'd like to point out to the lieutenants is, you know, typically when you grow a tobacco plant, uh, to get a seventh and eighth priming is basically the top 5% of the total tobacco from a particular plant. And so on that particular cigar, that dark, oily Ecuadorian Habano wrapper that we have is so hard to get. We've been saving it for years, and we've been buying it from the Oliva growing family from Ecuador, and it's we're blessed. And when I showed them what we did in fermentation with this wrapper, they were actually shocked to see how dark and oily and how long we worked on this wrapper. So it's a wrapper that we've saved for a long time. It's very, very special. It's very hard to get, and it delivers so much character and so much flavor, and that's what makes the Platinum so unique. And that's made in uh, your uh, Tavacusa factory, Tabacalera Villa Cuba, which you uh, you uh, own, as well as now you've got three farms in Nicaragua where you're growing your own filler. Yeah, two farms. Two farms. Uh, one in Esteli, one in Condega, and we're very, very proud. I mean, uh, we've had... All the other manufacturers in the industry over to the farm, and they're wowed by this farm. They go, wow, you have some I – mean, it's just a beautiful farm. And what's unique about it is nobody ever grew anything on this particular farm for 17 years. So the soil is so well-nourished, and it is absolutely beautiful. The leaves are vibrant and green, and, and we're, we're going to be posting pictures uh, of the farm. We, we kind of shot a new video, and you'll see some of our new ad campaign with this farm coming out in July, and it's going to be awesome. Now it's down at Rocky Patel HQ down in the Naples area about uh, three weeks ago. I smoked some of the blends that are going to be released at IPCPR. I'm sworn to confidentiality. I know some of the names. One of the names I absolutely love. People are in for a big treat. They are. I think it's going to be very, very unique. You know, in this very difficult time that we face, in this time where they want to basically forbid and outlaw cigars, and uh, we have a government that is so 
tough and unique. I think we came up with the perfect concept. A cigar that is very rare, very unique. Should I? No, don't say anything. Okay. Don't say anything. I won't say anything. Because we'll make the official release here. But right. I know Nimish swore me to see, close the door and everything. It you is going to be a, a unique project, a rare project, and I think one of the best projects we ever came out with. Hey, so maybe we'll have a special announcement on where we'll release it. Might be Buffalo. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? All right, let's say hello to Les in Hawaii, all the way on the very, very west coast of the United States. Les, welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. Hi, Dave. Rocky, how's it going? It's going well. Great. Hey, the Royal Hawaiian Hotel uh, sends their best wishes to you, and they're waiting for a return. That's for you, Rocky. Yes, I look forward <laughs> to coming back. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm pretty pleased with the uh, with the option, too, that the FDA has rolled out. Uh, it's a definition well, well, let, 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 let me stop you there. i got to disagree with you because uh, option two is now talking about defining a premium cigar as $10. That is no, not – that's the exception. I agree. I think it should be more down. Uh, I was talking to a couple of the people in the industry yesterday, manufacturers like ourselves. And well, well, wait, you say manufacturer. dollars probably more in line with, with what uh, it should be, you know, around $4.00. Is probably you know reasonable, and we're hey, going to lose our, our small cigar line, which is. Hey, hey Les, let me, let me stop you right there. Les, what what you're saying? Your manufacturer? What 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 manufacturer? Uh, we own Kauai Cigar Company. Oh, out in Hawaii. Okay, sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we grow tobacco out here. We make our cigars in Italy. Uh, okay, hey, so, you know, Les, I, I got. I hate to do it. I, I got to run because we're really tight on time. We're we're hitting the hard time out here. But Rocky, I want to thank you for uh, popping in today. The battle will continue. We will mobilize the troops, and we will win this war against prohibition and against excessive government regulation of our beloved cigars. Thanks for having me. And, lieutenants, please support the general, and let's win this fight. We will. Lieutenants, as always, Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. We will win this battle, lieutenants. Screw the enemies of pleasure. They will never... Get their hands into our humidor, no way, shape, or form. 